Hey everybody, it's Doc Green, back with another episode of Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. This episode, I want to get back to talking about how to get out of debt. This one is called the Snowball Episode. Good time, you know, winter is here, winter's approaching, uh, Christmas coming up here in less than a month. So, I want to teach you the steps and uh, explain there's two different ways of doing the snowball. The debt snowball. You have the way that Dave Ramsey and his followers say, and uh, you have another way. It's called uh, high interest to low interest. But anyway, here's what the snowball effect is. The snowball effect is basically paying off one debt while making minimum payments on the rest of your debts. Once you pay off that one, you take that money and you combine it with the minimum payment you were making on the next debt in the list. And you keep doing that over and over. Once you pay that second debt off, you take the money from the first and the second debt, and you concentrate that money with the minimum payment you were making on the third one. And you combine that money. And then you you don't get to saving this money until you're completely out of debt. Once you're done with the third one, you take the money from the first, second, and third one, and you throw it towards the fourth one. And you attack it until it's gone. And you do this over and over and over until you pay off all your debts. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's start off with getting out of debt step one. Cut up your credit cards. <coughs> That's what Dave Ramsey and his crew say. The first thing you need to do is take all your credit cards, have a credit card cutting party at the house. You know? Um, and you know what? That that does work. I've seen people do it. I've, Dave Ramsey has millions of people that have done it. And uh, I know personally some people that have done it. But hold on. Let's realize a couple of things. Before you go cutting up all your credit cards, let's kind of think about this a second. If you're planning on buying a house, you need credit. Now, I know Dave Ramsey says you don't, and yes, there is a way around it, but it's a lot harder, and it's a lot more complicated. Now, you can go to Dave Ramsey's website, and I will have links on to it on my website as soon as we get this thing up and running. It's taking a little bit longer than we had thought. We have so much information and so much stuff we want to give out there that the website is taking a little bit longer to get ready than we had thought it would. Anyway, but we will have a way. There is a way you can go straight to a mortgage provider. And you don't have to have credit. Zero credit. Now, people say, oh, you have to have a such, such score to buy a house. No, you don't. You don't have to have any credit to buy a house. You can go straight to the underwriter. And if the underwriter is a true underwriter, they can do the research and find out that you've been in your house for more than a couple of years or your place of rent, you know, like it's an apartment or you're renting it from landlord or whatever. They can contact those companies and say that you've been on time with your payments for the last two years. You've had your job for the last two years. You, they look at your credit report, and obviously you have no debt. <clears throat> they can see your income tax returns, which they will ask for, and they see how much money you're making. Well, you have no debt. You've paid your landlord on time for the last two years before you go buy a house. You've had your job at least two years before you go buy a house, so you show stability, and you show good judgment, and you show you have plenty of money. And if you got money in your savings account, you know all these things, which we will get to later on, but an underwriter can go back and look at all these things, and he will approve you. And we will have some of those listed on our webpage and everything. But, yeah, you can buy a house without a credit. <laughs> I know uh, 
Some people say you can't, but those are usually the the uh, people who are working for mortgage companies that that and they're getting commission off getting your mortgage everything. And they they want the easy way of doing it instead of doing it through the underwriter. But anyway, we'll get onto that later on. But if you do want a mortgage through a a the conventional way, you think it's too hard to follow our steps and Dave Ramsey's steps to look for an underwriter, then uh, you need to hold on to a couple of your credit cards. Wait a minute, Doc, I thought you said credit's bad. Yep, I do. But if you are bound and determined to do it your way, there's a way to do that too. Okay, and I don't like it. I don't approve of it. I'm hard against it, but it is an easier way to get your mortgage. But you got to be very, very disciplined with this, which you've already proven pretty much if you're in that much debt with your credit cards, you are not disciplined. So I would highly advise against it, but I'm going to tell you how to do it anyway. Keep three or four credit card accounts open. Pay them completely off and don't use them or use them for very minimum things. Like I know a family that all they use, they use one credit card just to pay their internet bill each month. And here's the funny part. As soon as they pay it with a credit card, they go right to the bank account, right then, and pay off the balance of the credit card. 15, 20 minutes later. Or sometimes it takes a day or two later, I think they said, because sometimes the charges don't show up for a day or two. But as soon as the charges hit there, they check it every day. And as soon as the charges hit, they pay it off. They show great, excellent credit. Yes, less than 10% usage on the credit card, on-time payments, everything. You do that for about six months, seven, eight, nine months, and your credit score is good. You can go get a mortgage. Now, once you get the mortgage on your house, you no longer have a need for the credit cards. Cut them up. Have a credit cutting party at your new house. I don't care. Get rid of those credit cards. You don't need them. Next to student loans, those are probably the worst thing you could ever do. So get rid of them. But anyway, I'm, I'm telling you, I have. I will tell you how to get a house, get a mortgage and everything, get rid of the credit cards. How many of you going to listen to me? I don't know. And that's on you, whether you listen or not. I personally say to get rid of credit cards in the first place, find a writer that can handle your business, that is willing to do the work for his money. All right, but anyway, after you cut up all your credit cards, step two, gather all your lender paperwork. Everybody you owe money to. Student loans, uh, auto loans, credit cards, personal loans, uh, friends and family loans. Anybody that you owe money to, everybody you owe money to, get it all together. Okay? You're going to have to organize this stuff. All right? And you're going to put it down. Now, there's two ways of doing this. Step three, as a lowest to highest meaning how much you owe, you take the lowest amount you owe and you list it from lowest to highest, okay? Now, once you've got your debts listed from lowest to highest, you continue making minimum payments on all of them except the lowest one. The lowest one you're going to throw extra money at. Any extra money you have is going to go with the lowest one until you get it paid off first. So let's say it's $500. Or actually, let's, you know, I'm going to use me as an example. My wife and I did this. We listed all of them. We had one debt that was literally $75. I paid that one off that week. I just wasn't going to have that one on my, on my credit report anymore for $75. So we paid it off. Now, the rest of them, we were still making our, our minimum payments each month. But I knocked that one off the first month. 
So I was biting at the chomp. I mean, I was biting at the bit. I could hardly wait till the next month got there. So now I can pay off the minimum on all of them, except the second to the lowest one. And now I'm going to pay off the minimum, but I'm going to throw that extra $75 out that I just had left over from last month because I didn't have to pay off that one anymore. So that was paid off. I took that entire $75 and I threw it in with the other one and I started making it, throw it in with minimum payments on here and I even threw it a little extra and we got it paid off in like a month. Actually, I think, yeah, we paid that one off. The second month we paid off that one. So I had two uh, lenders that were taking care of completely knocked off the thing. The next month, we started attacking one. I think it was like, uh, I want to say $700, maybe a little bit more. But I took the $75 that I made to the first lender. Since I wasn't paying that anymore, I took it. I combined it with the money that we paid off the second one, which we had $125. So that was $200. I threw it at the, fifth, the third one, plus the minimum payment. And a month and a half later, that $700 one was gone. It paid, it paid off for two and a half months. Bam, it was gone. $700 was gone. So I knocked off three of my credit cards, or not credit cards, but lenders. I think two of them were credit cards. One of them was credit card. The 750 one was credit card. The other one was two like personal loans. Then we took all that money, the $750. Because I wasn't making the minimum payments, so I had the 125, the the, the 75, and I think the minimum payment on that I think it was like forty dollars, fifty dollars a month. So we took all that money and we threw it to the next one. Only thing is, we had a lot more money left over, so we even had more money to throw into the next one, and we paid it off real fast. And we just kept—that's what we call snowball, because you start off with a little one, and as you roll it all down out of the way, you got more and more. The, the snowball, the, your money gets bigger and bigger and bigger. To throw at the next one. And then throw at the next one. And you continue doing that till you're out of debt. It took me and my wife. and We're still in the process. But the way we got configured out. The way it's working. It's actually working a little bit faster than we thought. We had predicted 24 months. To pay off about $60,000 of debt. It turns out we're going to be done with it in about 18 months. It snowballed a lot faster than we thought it would. But anyway, that, that's part of the process, the snowball effect. Now, there's another way of doing it, okay? The next way of doing it is called the highest to lowest. But this is using interest rates. That's where you take all your debts and everything, and you look at which one has the highest interest rate, and you list it first. Then the next one, then the next one, then the next one, all the way down to the lowest interest rate. And medical bills and stuff, they have no interest rate on them, so, you know, of course, they go at the bottom. And then you make all monthly payment, minimum payments on all of them except the one that has the highest interest rate. You throw money at it first. And a lot of people say this makes more mathematical sense. And it does because that one's one using up more of your money than the rest of them because the interest rate being higher. And so you pay it off, you take debts, you go down to the next highest one. And then the next highest one after it's paid off. And then you take all the money combined and you go down to the third one. And you take the money, all the money for the first, second, third one, and you go out to the fourth one. Same thing as a snowball, but it's using in high interest rates instead of lowest amounts to go first. My problem with that, the reason I did the, the Dave Ramsey way with the lowest amount first is I wanted to see immediate results. And my highest interest rate was a lot higher bill. I couldn't have paid it off the first month. It would have took me a few months. 
Now, true, that would have gave me a heck of a big chunk to throw in the second one. But I'm one of those instant gratification type people. I wouldn't see results now. So I did the lowest one first. And I see the immediate results. And then I went after the next one. And now I can hardly wait to get my next. I mean, I know it sounds funny. Maybe it's because I'm competitive or I got this game thing going on in my head or something. But now I can hardly wait till my next check comes in because I can hardly wait to knock out my next debt. You see what I'm saying? Now, the highest to lowest will work the same way. But because my amount that I owed was on the highest one was a lot more, it would have took me a lot of months. And I would have got, I, I know myself, I would probably got discouraged and went out and start, you know, spending money where I shouldn't have. And, you know, because, well, I bet it's going to be four months before I pay this off. I'm going to go out and do this this weekend. I, I can wait another week or two on that. I can wait another month on that one. Instead of attacking it like I did the lowest debts. The lowest ones got paid off so fast. And now, just, man, the hurry to give me my next check so I can get after that next one. I know it sounds funny, but I really, I just want to be out of debt so bad. I'm so close. We, we are moving in rapidly fast on this. So that's the way we chose to do it. But if you want to. If you think you have the discipline and you don't have to have that instant gratification, maybe working the highest interest rates to lowest is better for you. People go, well, that makes more mathematical sense. Well, yeah, it, it does. But if you, we had a lot better mathematical sense, guess what? We wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. So for some people, it just won't work that way. Anyway, so that's how, that's how we do the, uh, the steps of getting the snowball effect going. Once you get out of debt, people, it, it, it's, I'm so close, I can already feel the stress going off of me. Does that make sense? Me and my wife have been doing this for a while, and we're, I mean, we are so close to being out of debt now, I can feel the stress just, you know what? I felt the stress the first time I paid off that lowest one. I went, wow. And I realized how quick we're going to pay off the next one. And the third one even faster than that, and the fourth one was even quicker. And I and they were higher amounts of money, but all this money was coming together so quick. I just I couldn't. I'm still at loss for it. The feeling was awesome. I slept better at night starting out in month one when I seen how fast this was going. But then when it actually started happening, and really, man, not only was I sleeping better, I was feeling better. I want to get out and go do stuff. I want to go out and play basketball with my son, and I want to go out and, and run around and, 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 and go to museums. I want to, I, I want to get physically active. I want to be mentally active. That's the reason I'm doing these podcasts. I've got such a great euphoric feeling out of all of this stuff that I want everyone to be able to do it. I know not everyone's going to do it. A lot of people listen to this podcast and go, oh, yeah, 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 and they would never take the steps. I get it. I listened to Dave Ramsey for almost, holy cow, 20 years. He's been doing it for 25 years. I listened to him when I first started driving semis, and I kept saying, oh, yeah, 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 but it wasn't until my wife sat me down because she got tired of struggling, and she sat me down and said, this is what we have to do, or you have to go. My wife had got tired of living in debt. And because of my hard-headedness, it was going to cost me my relationship. It was going to cost me my family. So I had to wake up and get serious with it. It was no longer put off till next year, put off till next month. My family was literally at risk. I know, I know this, this is 
sad to say it. And, you know, I know a lot of financial people be talking about, you know, they always talk about how their loved ones stuck by them and everything. I'm telling you, my loved ones stuck by me for so many years that she was tired of it. And I knew about Dave Ramsey years, a decade and a half before I met her. Or about a decade before I met her. I knew how to do it. I just wouldn't do it. There was nothing there to motivate me. And now that when my wife threatened me with that, oh, that motivated me. So that's what I got. We got started on this. And it, man, now we're both, our communication is much better. Uh, we're not, we don't fight over money. We, we argue about the bills and stuff like, uh, you know, which one we're going to pay off first. But I mean, it's not like we we're, we're not worried about how we're going to pay them off anymore. You know, a lot of that stress went, uh, the problems are gone. Arguments now are over stupid stuff like, uh, do we get grape jelly or strawberry jelly for breakfast with the biscuits? I mean, it, stupid arguments, you know what I mean? The kind you look back and give her a kiss on the way out the door and say, hey, good to know you, love that fight. It is so much better being, <sighs> once you got stuff back in track and you realize that and we and now that we can actually see what it's going to be like when we're out of debt, because if it's this good now, can you imagine what it's going to be like when we're out of debt and we're starting traveling and everything? And we, oh man, our life is going good. But you have to take it in steps. Now a lot of you people go, well, my financial planner told me to do this, and my financial good. If you think that'll work for you, go. I'm telling you what has worked for me. I'm telling you what has worked for. Means of Dave Ramsey followers. People who use his plans. People, as he says, drink the Kool-Aid. Shave their head, drink the Kool-Aid. Because people, when you start this, a lot of people are going to be doubters on you. A lot of people are going to make fun of you. A lot of people are going to laugh at you. But when you're done, he who laughs last, laughs best. Anyway, guys, we're getting into a lot of things. Um, the next episode, I'm going to go over one of the pillars of, of, of financial planning along with, um, some of the steps to getting financial, financially, uh, independent. Uh, the pillar I'm going to be going over probably be fitness. And I've already explained to you how I'm getting a lot more physical and mentally. Guys, these things go hand in hand. I can't express enough how much, the reason I do this is you know what? I'm going to talk about that on my next show. I'm going to explain to y'all why I'm giving out these podcasts and why I'm doing these uh, shows and why I'm spending so much time building a website and why I'm going to places and meeting Everyone I talk to now is about this and why I'm doing it. That's going to be on the next episode, guys. Hope you tune in. Anyway, this has been... Uh, a great time, great conversation. I got into a lot more personal life than I thought I would, but and this went on for about twenty minutes. And but I hope you got something out of it. I hope you kind of a. Uh, I hope I motivate someone to make a move in the right direction. Anyway, talk to y'all later. Have a great day.